welcome to yet another edition of Old Titans. Yeah, we need better theme music. We're, we're, gonna, go we're, gonna, we're gonna work on that. Yeah, we do. We're both gonna be thinking about it, but I'm supposed to be the one working on it, I think. I thought of it already, actually. Yes. It's gonna be a high-pitched one. Go ahead. Do no, 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 no. I'm not gonna do Old Titans! Like that. That type of thing. Okay, the I have 80s it. version. I have it recorded now. Do you? I can just cut out that little bit and use that, maybe. That's awesome. Okay, but welcome. Episode 5. Episode Moving five. right along. Welcome. Happy New Year. It's 2017. It is. So what are we going to do in 2017? We are, of course, going to do the stereotypical, a look back at the previous year. Yeah, talk about 2016, and hopefully nobody dies this year. It's going to happen anyway. People are going to die. Let's oh, just yeah. hope we don't have any tragic yes. things. Or one a week. <laughs> uh, or, or two a week. Yeah. Or so on, which that'll be part of our look back, probably. Uh, we should start with the question, or answering the question from the last time, which was... If George Lucas wanted to create another Star Wars movie, would you let him? So, would I let him? I think based on what he did, which is create the whole thing, that at a minimum, he should be given the chance to pitch any story idea he has. I, I, I think that should be an obvious thing. He should be allowed to come in and pitch any story. Okay. I think he should be allowed to write any script. However, that doesn't mean the script gets made, nor should he ever be allowed to direct it. But if the script's good enough, and they can find an appropriate director, then yes. But he should not be directing, and that's as far as it should go. My, my opinion. I mean, I totally agree with you. Well, first of all, anybody can write any script at all. Yeah, he has ideas and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but he needs to go to the front of the line. When they're looking at him, he needs okay, to go to the front of the, the line. Okay, the front of the line, that's fine. At the same point, too, it's the last three movies he made, which just hours alone, were all, to me, completely horrible. Just completely horrible. And I've seen interviews with him. I hate to say it, I feel like sometimes he spits in the fans' faces with some questions that get asked to him. Um, I, I think he needs to stay away. I mean, yeah, read his script, get his ideas, that's fine, but absolutely no directing. Yep. His directing has been not yep. great. Which is amazing since he directed what is still my favorite movie, probably of all time. Which I is? Hope. The very first New one. Hope's up there with me. At the, and you're right. And I didn't say best movie of all time, I said my favorite. But again, if New Hope came out right now, would you like it? If it's exactly the same? Yeah. Okay. You seen, so. Just say Force Awakens came out first. Right. Then New Hope comes out after. You still think New Hope's great? Yeah. With the same special effects or with current modern special effects? Modern special effects. Modern special effects. Um, I still would like to think that I would love it just as much, but it'd be harder to say because part of why it's my favorite is sitting there as an eight-year-old kid never having seen exactly. anything like this before. And that's how I was. The and problem. it's held up, though. But it's held up. I mean, it I can watch today up. and still get those same feelings. I do, too. The problem is, I think if you directed it today, it'd be completely different. Yeah. It'd be all blue screen again. Which yeah. I don't want... I want the sets. I think Lucas is out of touch with the fans. I don't think Lucas cares what the fans think. I really don't think he cares what the fans think. I mean, I just... I don't, I don't get it. I think he... Again, he created the universe, probably my favorite universe out there. I think he needs to stay away at this point. So that's where we'll leave it. Yeah. If anybody else has any thoughts, you can now find us on iTunes. You can now leave comments and reviews. Please make them nice. But even if they're not, at least give us feedback. And make them nice. Yes. Yes, and, and that. <laughs> Twice. All right. So moving into our 2016 year in review. 
Um, it was quite a year in, in lots of ways, yeah. not just in the stuff we're going to talk about here, but this was probably one of the craziest years in my entire life. Um, obviously politics had a lot to do with that. Politics. Yeah. Um, um it's just, but when you look at the disasters, the, the terrorism, the, the politics, um, good and bad in movies and TV and all the rest, when you look at everything that went on this past year, people we lost, um, things were unexpected. This was really a year that we're all really glad to see in our rearview mirror. Yeah. This one needs to stay in the past. <laughs> but it had some good stuff in there. It did. So let's focus mostly, we'll mention a few disappointments, I'm sure, here, but let's right. try to focus mostly on the good. Right. Um, so what do you think? Where should we start? Um, out of all the movies you've seen last year, yep. what was your biggest disappointment? And by disappointment, I don't mean worst. I mean the movie you're looking forward to the most, and you felt very underwhelmed when you left. All right. Um, started with, there were a lot of movies I missed last year. Yeah, absolutely. So there, there were a number I missed. And I'm sure people listening are going to be, how could you forget? Fill in the blank. Could be I didn't forget it. Could be I just didn't get to go see it. Family, life, things get in the way. So this is only going to cover the things I actually went to see. Okay. Um, even if it's something I was looking forward to and then didn't get to go, I'm leaving it off. Right. Um, so of stuff I got to see, biggest disappointment, this is going to take into account expectations going in. Right. How much I enjoy it, or the franchise, or the characters, or the history with them, or all the rest. Probably the biggest disappointment... I am probably going to have to say Civil War. Um, You're going against Marvel. Mr. DC over there. Okay. But but it's because I had high expectations. Right. I had much higher expectations for it. I really enjoyed the original Civil War comic. I, I, oh, I really loved it. did. Absolutely. Um, Captain America. Yes, I like the first Captain America movie better than the second, but I enjoyed them both. Um, this was going to have a lot of people in it, but that... That my I will say my one worry going into it was the number of people they kept cramming into the movie really worried me. But that's okay. Marvel seems to know what they're doing overall. Trust. Go see it. Enjoy it. The production quality was high. The acting quality, of course, is is great. Um, choreography on fight scenes, special effects, all that kind of stuff was great. Their story, I thought, was the weakest of all, not just of the Captain America stories, possibly the weakest of any of the Marvel movie stories so far, which includes Avengers 2. That, that's that's the reason I put it as my biggest disappointment. And I do admit they did kind of force the Captain versus Iron Man fight a lot yeah. there. The question is, if you didn't read the comic, would you still think the same way? I did not go in there expecting the comic. Okay. I expected them to do a completely different story. Okay. Which they did, mostly. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I was expecting an A movie, and I felt it was a B-. minus. I'm giving it a C-. minus. Okay. If it was a story alone, I would give it an F. All the other stuff I mentioned that was done really well is what pulled it up to maybe even a C. Because, I mean, it's always fun to watch Robert Downey Jr. eat up the scenery. Yeah. And, you know, it's just certain certain things are always fun to watch. And the weird thing to me, the worst thing, actually, is Sable Civil War. And I love the actress. But I'm sorry. Hut, Aunt May, just does not seem right to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, there was no Aunt May in that movie. No. Sorry, there was no Aunt May. There's not going to be an Aunt May in the next Spider-Man movie. There, there's going to be this woman who happens to live with Peter. Under the name May? Under the name May, but she's really in the um, Federal Witness Protection Program. And, you know, that that's just what I'm going to say. It's just Marissa Tomei 
unbelievably amazing actress. Oh, yeah. Love incredibly her. beautiful. She's not at May. Nope. Not yet. Sally Field. We could not May. I didn't like Sally Field as Aunt May. Love Sally Field. Love Marissa Tomei. Neither of them are Aunt May. But Sally May is closer, I think. Or Sally Field. Sally. Yeah. Sally yeah. Field's closer, I think. But, yeah, that, that, was, that was a problem there. Um, All right. So how about you? Biggest disappointment, I'm going to say you're going against Marvel. I'm going against DC. Suicide Squad. But not, I will say, not the one I expect you to say. But Batman vs. Superman thought I would say. I, I thought you'd say that, but I guess going in, you knew Zack Snyder was directing it. Exactly. So okay. I kind of thought that'd be bad. And I was right. But Suicide, I'm not saying Suicide Squad was bad, horrible. It got a lot of negative reviews. I think it was decent. And I'll give it a decent rating. Um, when I saw the trailer originally, and I watched the trailer like a hundred times, and I watched it before we had the, did this as well, the trailer looked so great. The music was great. The characters seemed great. It didn't tell you too much about the story, which I liked. I thought this was going to be the movie of the year. I really did. And I actually talked to you the night before, too. I'm like, what did you think of the movie? Oh, it's right up there with Avengers. That's what you said. I'm like, this is going to be great. I love this. I'm going to love and, this movie. And I really did. I've, I've now seen it three or four, three and a half times. Three and a half times. You just shut it off in the middle there. No, I, I got a new TV. 4K with 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, I had to watch part of it in 4K just to... Watch the all. Your life is so hard having a 4K glorious TV. picture I w- on screen, but I didn't sit there and watch the entire thing at that moment. I but watched so, it on my 10 inch box screen, so let me know. Okay. I saw it. Right. Um, I was disappointed. I thought the story was terrible. I thought the characters I thought were decent. I mean, it has my three favorite characters. I mean, I am Marvel guy, let's be real, but my three favorite characters Batman, Joker, and Harley Quinn. And I admit, all three. I think Ben Affleck is actually, at first I was against him, I think he actually is a great Batman. Um, Mago Robbie, or Mago, yeah, Margo. an amazing Harley Quinn. I actually like, I don't like the voice that much, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. She plays the character really well. I think if she tried to copy the animated voice, you'd have bigger problems yeah, with it. Yeah, and I totally agree there. I hated the Jared Leto Joker. Maybe I just don't like Jared Leto, I don't know. I liked him in some things I've seen him in. I didn't like that persona of Joker. The gangster, tattooed, gold teeth. Um, I think he overdid it too much. And I loved that Joker, which we've talked about it many times in the past, the two of us, but that Joker was one of my favorite Jokers because it got back to one that you could believe could exist and actually have henchmen who stick with him because who wants to go work for the Joker? I mean, take this Joker out of the picture and look at any of the pre- previous ones, comics or otherwise, who really wants to work for the Joker? I mean, that's, that's like saying, okay, I want to live for the next week. But so he killed his henchmen as well in this movie. Yeah, but this is a Joker you can see that probably doesn't do that quite as often. You can but he still does it. Yeah, but he also has loyalty. I mean, look at what everything he went through. What just loyalty to, did he have in that movie? Think about every the entire movie was him trying to get Harley back. He's loyal to one character, his girlfriend. Yes, but you could explain who he's that mentally to abusive characters. Yeah, well, maybe they should have. I. I I don't know, I didn't care for him. I get to watch it again. Maybe I'll like him better the second time, knowing it's going to be a different joke than I'm used to. Yeah. And that could be what it is. But even still, I thought the movie was going to be an A+. To me, it was a C-, minus, at best. Maybe even a D+. Plus. Um, you know, Batman vs. Superman, or Batman v. Superman... Yes, Batman v. Superman. ...is 
F minus to me. That was the worst movie I saw. The last again, me and I both agree. A lot of movies we didn't bother seeing. Yes. Independence Day two, no desire to see that movie. Actually, when they announced it, I had a desire to see it because I loved the first one so much. By the time it got here, I had no desire to see it. Well, again, this movie is out there. Yeah. We didn't really want to see. Right. So there are much worse movies out there, I'm sure. Deadpool. There's a good example of one I had no desire to see. I'm so glad that I didn't. Well, you should have. It's a really good movie, actually. <laughs> Batman v Superman. I like the cast. I love Ben Affleck. I, as Batman, I should say. I liked Henry Cavall as Superman. I liked Gal Gadot as um, Wonder Woman. Zack Snyder just spores the living daylights out of me. That movie, I had a fight to stay awake. There's so many that parts of that movie I would just cut out and change. Um, back to Suicide Squad for a second. I think the story was the problem I had. It just that villain, the mystical magic villain, does not seem to fit into Suicide Squad to me. They did not pick the best villain to introduce the Suicide Squad to the world. I, I admit that they should have picked a mundane, a muggle, a non-magical, a it, street level. And you brought it up and. Like international terrorist, yes, or something like that. Make it a Mission that, Impossible, a Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. And then style I would have loved movie. it. Yeah. And thing is, too, I think DC realizes they messed up a Suicide Squad because I thought I think they were planning doing multiple Suicide Squad movies. Now they're not doing it anymore. Now then they go, oh, we're gonna go to. Oh, um, they've got three lined up. They've got three. Only one <laughs> greenlit, completely moving forward. Gotham City it's, Sirens, which is the, which is not Suicide Squad. No, Deadshot. On his own. Right. Plus potentially Deadshot in a Batman movie. Right. But they still have Suicide Squad 2 they have, on Is on Suicide Squad going to be happening? Is it? I mean, Fantastic Four 2 is on the books too as well. They're not going to make Fantastic Four 2. They've made three of them so far. All three have been terrible. Yes, they keep getting worse, I know. But they keep <laughs> making them. Well, the first one was probably the original one back in the 80s that would never made it to film. You know... True. If you count that one, there have been four fantastically bad Fantastic Four movies. Yeah, I think they need to let that let that die. That needs to go away for a right. long period of time. So let's move on. So what what's the next good thing to look at for 2016? Well, what movie did you enjoy the most? That one's easy. I, I mean, that no, no, change that. What was your biggest surprise? Go with that one first. Biggest surprise. I'm going to go with both at the same time. Okay. Same time. My favorite movie of the year and my biggest surprise, Rogue One. Okay. I went into it expecting to enjoy it. A little worried because I was expecting to enjoy it too much. The, the trailer, I watched the first trailer, and you couldn't help but see a little glip, glimpses every so often, even though I tried to avoid any additional ones. There was something about it that looked like it was going to be so good, and I didn't want to be disappointed. So I, I went in with a little worry about, please don't be disappointed, please don't be disappointed. And not only did I enjoy it, that that was just... An incredible Star Wars movie. And we talked about it last time. Absolutely incredible. Um, could not have hoped for anything better. Right. So it was my favorite of the year and the biggest surprise because I, I would have been happy to have walked out of that theater going, hey, that was fun. I would have been happy with, hey, that was fun. And instead, I got mind, boom, blown. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll agree with that. You know, for me, and I hate to say this, my biggest surprise of the year... Mm-hmm. was the movie I didn't want to see. It's a kid's movie. It's a Disney movie. Moana. I had zero, I mean zero desire to see this movie. Mm-hmm. My wife talks, I'm going to take my daughter to the movie. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, take her. You know, we're going to buy a couch that day. I'm like, you know what, I'll go with you. Might as well, we're already out there. Might as well see this. I'm not doing anything else. Zero desire to see this movie. Even though it's Disney and you love Disney. And I love Disney. Disney movies tend to be fun. 
But I left that movie like, that was one of the best Disney movies I've seen in a long time. It was, the songs are great. I usually don't like a lot of songs in movies. Songs are great. The characters were hysterical. That movie from the beginning to the end of the movie was one of my favorite Disney movies probably since Lion King. So I'm going to add it to my list of ones to see. Because, yes, I go see pretty much all the Disney movies. I haven't seen that one yet. It it was one of the best. You know, to kind of show, like Dory, for example, came out earlier this year. Took my daughter to see it. It's Disney. It's Pixar. It's going to be great. I left the movie like, eh. C minus, D plus. Again, some funny parts it, in it, but I was bored. Did it, it looked to me like, obviously it sold really well, but it looked to me like one of the ones that they do straight to video. Finding Dory did. It, it probably should have. I mean, because they, they do should've. lots of sequels straight to video that you can just tell are not quite up to par with what they do in the theater. It wasn't. The original I loved. This one I was like, eh, it was decent. I well, loved Finding, that one. Finding Nemo was one that never really excited me that much. I will say that. I mean, people loved it. I liked it. I enjoyed it, but... I didn't like it as much as a lot of other people. Kind of like Frozen. Love Frozen. It was fun. Yeah. I I guess because I'm not a young pre-teenage girl, I was not the target audience for it. Right. Um, and, it, and I enjoyed it, but not as much as the whole world seemed With to. With Disney movies, I would never see any of them in the theater, except, well, the cartoons anyways, except that I have a five-year-old now, as you know. So I try to see them all now, because she enjoys them. So I try to look at movies through her eyes. Yeah. And... Frozen, I didn't care for her at all. I really didn't. Um, Tangled, I loved. I thought Tangled was great. But um, Moana was a big surprise to me. I left that movie oh, yeah. thinking the movie was an A-minus movie. I loved it. And I, cool. I, I didn't zero desire to see it. All right, so there's there's a recommendation for you. Star Wars is an obvious one to put on the list, but there's one for yeah, all of our listeners. from a fanboy, Moana. Our, our hundreds and thousands of listeners. We have 16 now. Hey, there we go. You know... All who work with us. But that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Um, best movie of the year. And actually, this is almost my biggest surprise. Okay. And I agree with you 100%, which is rare for us. <laughs> on this yeah. Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. The best movie I saw this year. Yeah. Um, I saw the trailer once. I Probably a couple times, actually. I didn't want to watch it too much. I didn't want to watch any extra trailers. I knew I was going to see it. But a lot of feedback came back. A lot of rewrites. A lot of... You know, Facebook messages, you know, we're changing a lot of things. Um, have you worried? A lot. Like, this is, it looks good, but all these rewrites, um, editing problems, maybe, maybe like where the character's going to go. You, ki- you kind of assume that to be a successful movie, all the characters have to die. I, Being Disney, I don't think Disney would go that direction. Disney went that direction, and they did that movie fantastic. By the way, I'm happy you said that. Because now I get to say, um, spoilers. Oh. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You did it this time instead I d- of me. I did do it this time. Hopefully by this point, everybody who would be listening to this has seen Star Wars. Yeah. And for anything else we mention the rest of this podcast... Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Or someone else has spoiled it for you already. Yeah. Either one works for me. All right. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. My bad. But... I loved it. I thought that movie was amazing. To, to figure, my favorite universe, Marvel, DC, my favorite universe is Star Wars. Always been Star Wars. To actually make that movie and make it one of my top three favorite movies, Star Wars movies ever, is saying something a lot. Yep. Because I loved Empire. I loved Force Awakens. I loved the original trilogy in general. Um, so I got a question for you now. Yes. thought of this one while you were talking. Just spur of the moment. 
favorite moment of the year? Not just movie or TV show or anything else. Favorite moment. That moment can be something as simple as watching your daughter laugh at a joke in a Star Wars movie. I mean, it can be anything. It doesn't have. It could be something that's very personal, or it could be, you know, something that everybody laughed at and loved in one of the movies or TV shows. I mean, that is family related. It's my daughter related. Um, favorite moment: buying a new house. Right now, she goes the biggest girl. She was in kindergarten now. Um, took on a brand new ride at Disney World, Everest. First time on Space Mountain. First time she rode those rides. Seeing how happy she was. A lot of those, are a lot of moments, and they're all her. So, can I pick out one? Personally, I really can't. Just a lot of moments I just absolutely loved, and most of them with her. Right. Well, I have to agree. It's it's hard to pick one. Right. So I might say this next one, and then in five minutes go, ooh, ooh, no, here's a better one. Right. And I probably won't just because of time. But the first one that jumped to mind when you were talking, and what anything you said specifically, it was just as I was thinking of questions. Near the end of the first season of Supergirl, they fly out to the Fortress of Solitude. First of all, that's really cool. Okay. So they fly to the Fortress of Solitude, and they enter the fortress, and they're walking through, and you see Keelix, and you see some different things, and sitting there on display is a Legion flight ring. <laughs> and while, yes, we'd already seen a glimpse of the Legion flight ring when the Flash had gone between you know, Earth 1, Earth 2, and so on, actually having it right there within reach of a character and we know it's part the legion is part of that universe the legion is my favorite for anyone who doesn't know that the legion superheroes absolutely best comic team ever to exist best characters to ever exist especially karate kid looking at b-man over here wow yeah now you're you're way off but all right yeah but anyway i love the legion and seeing them on screen, yes, they've been over on Smallville once, which was great. But this is in the Smallville era where no flights, no tights, no full costumes. Here we have the chance of actually getting the full Legion. Of course, it's followed up with Monel showing up. Um, it's been followed up with the Dominators and others. So the Legion is coming. We know the Legion's coming. I'm excited. So that's my moment at this moment. I'm sure another one is going to appear, but for the moment, that's my moment of the year. So in 2016, your favorite moment of the entire year was seeing a ring flash on television really fast. didn't flash. It just kind of sat there. Oh, seeing a ring sit there on... Maybe. It might be my favorite of the year. Again, there could be a better one comes along. In fact, I just thought of another one that would challenge it. Okay. In the crossover, the DC crossover. Wow. The first time you see the outside of the warehouse where they're all teaming up, and it's the Hall of Justice. There's just a certain giddy moment of, it's the Hall of Justice! Maybe we need to analyze your life after this is over. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we should. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe okay. a little counseling would be nice. Okay. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that the, uh, wow. I, I can't, you're right, I can't top that moment. Okay. <laughs> all right, so. Next. TV shows. All right. What about TV shows? Disappointments? Loves? What's your biggest disappointment in TV shows? All right. I'm going to combine disappointment and love. I seem to do that a lot, right? Yeah, you I do. Seem to combine these you take things. the easy answers. No, no, this, was a, this is a difficult one because I have to explain it then. Okay, so go you ahead, don't just get it. it. All right, so last year, the CW and DC introduced a new show. There was going to be a team up show. 
pulling characters from other shows and other. You had Hawkman, you had Hawk Girl, you had on Rip Hunter, you had all these legends. See what I did there? You yeah. had all these legends in a brand new show. It was going to be so great. It was going to be so perfect. And it was such a dud. It was. There were moments that were fun. And it got better throughout the season. Mm-hmm. The last few were so much better than the first few. I agree. And characters I didn't expect to enjoy grew. Um, Heat Wave. I mean, Dominic Purcell is Heat Wave. He, he just he ended up being the breakout to me on that show. Uh, fantastic performances by several people on there. But the show as a whole for its first season, which was from January through May, was my b- biggest disappointment of the year. However, come October, and the new season starts October through December, when the second season of Legends comes on, it went from my least favorite superhero show to probably my favorite. They are having so much fun this year. They, they figured out their formula. They figured out how to create the show. They figured out how to move episode to episode without having, um, well, to put it quite frankly, a character I love. Hawkman, being incredibly boring on TV, as he was in the first season. Yeah. He's gone. Uh, but they figured out how, which characters worked, which relationships worked, and it has become so much fun that, honestly, when I have several things sitting there on TV to watch, sitting there on the DVR, the first one I want to hit play on is Legends of Tomorrow. And I will say, the first season, they really so badly forced that relationship between Hawkman and Hawkwoman. Oh, they yeah. had zero chemistry whatsoever. None. And it's kind of like, we well, need to love me because you're supposed to love me. Therefore, we're in love. I'm like, what the heck is... No, it was terrible to me. That was my biggest complaint with that first season. The first season I thought was decent. Now, near the end, I liked it a lot more. At the beginning, I was like, eh. But it got better to me. I would say at the beginning, first three, four, five episodes, C minus, best case. Mm-hmm. By the last few episodes, B minus. This year, honestly, the worst episode has been an A minus. Oh. It, it has been that much fun. Okay. It really is. For me, my biggest disappointment, I'm going to say Jessica Jones. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Marvel guy. Um, I love the movies. Now, S.H.I.E.L.D., I, season one, disappointed halfway through, ending a good. I started watching season two. Halfway through the season two, and I was just bored all the way through. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do this again. Okay. Heard it got better as it went on, but you know what? I'm just, you should not have to watch half a season of boringness to enjoy, to enjoy yes, a show. Yes, I get it. Um, so I gave up a shield pretty fast. Well, not fast. I actually gave it a season and a half to be, that's probably a long time, honestly. Jessica Jones, I love Luke Cage. I thought he was great in the show, but he was only in a couple episodes. I like the purple man. Um, David Tennant, I think his yes. name is. Yeah. He the was doctor. great. Jessica herself was, to me, so unlikable. And when the main protagonist of a show is so unlikable, it's hard to enjoy that show. And honestly, not only was she unlikable, half the season was incredibly boring. And I was shocked because I love the movies, and this Netflix is more closer to the movies than S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. is. Yeah. I love the Marvel movies. The worst ones, like, we say ant Man's one of the worst ones? No, Ant-Man was... Ant-Man would be a B, B-minus. Okay, what's your worst one? Oh, Guardians to you, which was one of the best. Whatever. Anyways. Actually, no, Guardians, at least, its story was better than Avengers 2 and Civil War. I didn't enjoy Guardians in any way, shape, or form. Well, regardless. The story was better. Regardless. Guardians was great, but the movies I loved. Even the worst ones I thought were decent. I still enjoyed them. 
there was nothing about Jessica Jones that I really loved. I made it through one episode. No, maybe two episodes. Other than Luke Cage, I liked Luke Cage a lot. But again, like I said, he was a small part. But the show I thought was so boring. There was a couple of good episodes. I think there was 12 or 13 episodes. Out of the 12 or 13 episodes, I think I enjoyed two or three of them. Well, and that was it, just enjoyed to the minimum. Well, I'm going to assume that you watched this in 2016 because I believe it actually came out at the end of 2015. I watched it in 2016. There we go. Was so it? it still counts. It counts for our... Was it really 2015? I think it was November of 2015. Wow. I but know. I just got behind. That's okay. Well, Luke Cage came out last year. I still haven't seen that yet. That's because true. Jessica Jones so disappointed me. I haven't seen Luke Cage yet. I have not seen a single episode because, yes, I didn't care anything about the Jessica Jones world and it was obviously connected. But luckily, though, I watched Daredevil Season 2. Yes. And that made up for it. Oh, okay. Because Daredevil Season 1 was one of the best seasons I've seen in superhero shows. It was great. Season 2 was just as good, I thought. The introduction of Punisher, I thought it was great. Um, the hand was great. Everything about Season 2 was great. Um... I said, Luke Cage I haven't seen yet, but I was so disappointed what they did with Jessica Jones. And from what I heard, they went kind of the same direction with Luke Cage that I'm like, I'm probably not going to enjoy that either. And I might, just the fact that I love Luke Cage so much, he's just a fun hero, I think. He's the, probably the most realistic hero. Mm-hmm. Where he would be left alone a lot. He would do the right thing, but at the same point, leave him alone. Yeah. All right, let me ask you the question. Yeah. You're, you're a big Punisher fan. Right? Absolutely. Okay. I read The Punisher, and I think he's a good character when he's in other people's stories. Like in Daredevil, season two. I don't enjoy the standalone Daredevil stuff that much. But because of that, I don't know enough about his rogues gallery, if he even has one. He doesn't really have one. I was going to ask, does he have, like, a main villain? Does he have a Joker? Does he have a Lex Luthor? Does he, does have... he have a main villain? No. He has a bunch of few different ones that show up. Jigsaw is one of the big ones. Um, Anybody who's ever gotten the upper hand and shot him really well. Oh, he's been shot a few times. But I mean, yeah. somebody that like, like, ooh, that was the shot. During the Goth Ennis period, he was he got beat on quite a bit. Um, I didn't generally like the direction Goth Ennis went on a lot. Just the fact that he's over the top so much, sometimes yeah. too much. Um, I'm just, just kind of wondering when they get around to Punisher, his series, what they're going to have in there. You know who they need to cast as his bad guy? Who's that? Somebody who gets to shoot him. Oh, he'll get Carl. shot. Oh, Carl. We need Carl. Well, yeah, he'll, he'll get shot. Yeah, because, I mean, that would be great if Carl could shoot him again. But and again, and again. John Berthow, was he great as Punisher, in your opinion? Um, He was very good. I have a hard time saying great, because, again, I only see the character as a kind of a B or C level side character. So, great doesn't fit in, just did he fit the character? Yes, he fit the character exactly. Okay. Well, the Punisher movies, the Dolph Lundgren one I thought was terrible. The yeah. last one, Punisher Warzone, was yeah. horrendous. Right. I actually liked the, the Thomas Jane John Travolta Punisher. It was a lot different. It was based in Tampa. People were upset about that. I was okay with that. Just the fact that everything in Marvel is based in New York. He travels. Yeah, you got to spread things out a little yeah, bit Yeah, he there. travels all over. Yeah, so I, I was okay with the based in Tampa part. Um, I thought Thomas Jane was great as Punisher. I thought they actually had a YouTube special... With Punisher Dirty Laundry. Thomas Jane did that with Ron Perlman. I loved it. I thought it was great. Right. Have you seen that by any I chance? Say that. Give it a chance. Okay. Type in Punisher Dirty Laundry. It's just Thomas Jane and Ron Perlman and doing the it's laundry? like 10 minutes long. Okay. No, not doing, well, doing the laundry too, yeah. That's okay. part of it. Okay. So, Is this anything like Dr. Horrible when they're doing their laundry? <laughs> Breaking into a song and dance? No, although that's actually a good movie though. I like okay. Dr. Horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Punisher spinoff when that eventually happens. Hopefully it does. Is it this year? They, I think they said, is that they? 
I'm not sure. Iron Fist comes up in March. Right. And I'm not sure after Iron Fist. I, Defenders is the next one that I'm aware of after Iron Fist, but I don't know if Defenders comes immediately next. With Punisher not being part of that really Defenders group, I don't think that can He's matter. probably next. He's probably going to be next, probably next year then. Yeah. That's a long time. Again. They do, they do need to pump them out faster. They've done a good job quality-wise, whether I care anything about Jessica Jones or anything else. They do, they put the production, you know, they put the dollars in. They have their production quality and values and all that. They need to pump them out a little bit quicker. They really right. do. So Jessica Jones was my biggest disappointment. Again, was it two years ago? I watched it last year. I watched it summertime, actually. Um, as far as DC goes, Arrow, when that first came out, season one was one of my favorite shows on television. It was Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, and Arrow. Three shows I could not miss for life of me. I had to see all of them. I loved them all. Season two, same way. Arrow was actually better than season one, which was fun, because season one was actually great. Arrow season two is the Wrath of Khan of superhero shows. Oh, yeah. It was one of the best. Um, I would actually did have oh, season one is better, but it's really close. Um, Arrow season three, okay, it's going downhill. I still enjoyed it, but it went downhill a little bit. The last two seasons of Arrow, last season I didn't really enjoy that much. And this season, I'm struggling to watch. You know, it went down a lot. Honestly, I hate to say it. I know you love her. Felicity in season one or two was my favorite character. She was yep. a sidekick. She was hysterical. She was comic relief. She was great. Absolutely. I loved her. Yeah, exactly. The last two seasons especially, they made her from being the sidekick to being the main focal point at times, more than Oliver. At himself. times, yeah, at times. And when they make her the main focal point, I don't care about her romances. I don't care for her. She has a lot of drama. I just don't like her anymore. I do think they missed the opportunity. As much as I'm enjoying this season of Legends of Tomorrow, what they should have spun off was a Birds of Prey. Have her be Oracle. And that would have been great. That, that, that's what they should have done because they needed to increase her visibility. I mean, she's fan, a fan favorite. There was no way they were not going to be able to increase her visibility or lose her to the show at some point given her own show, with, pick your favorite Black Canary, won't even get into which one's better, but Black Canary and flesh out, you know, the team, uh, don't bring back the same Huntress, probably. Get a different Huntress. Huntress, I was okay. I was okay. It could be better, but I agree. Yeah. But, but whatever you do, build out a Birds of Prey TV show with her as the focal point as Oracle. I think that would have worked be really well. I think, in, as one of our, you know, guest hosts one day said, it was, seemed like Felicity and Friends. And at times it does seem like Felicity and Friends. And it seems cheesy, and I hate to say it, she has one of my favorite characters in the show, over Oliver, over anybody else, to have my most hated character in that show. I want her to go with Andrea. If they kill her off, I'll be okay with it. And I, I love the actress. The actress, I, she's beautiful. She's hysterical. I've seen her other things. I've seen her in Whose Line Is Anyway, I think it was. She's, yep. she's great. I love her. It's just that I hate what they did with her character. And it's not her fault. They just write her terrible now. The last few episodes, she's done a really good job on. I know you're behind a little bit right now, but the last few episodes, she has been really, really good. And has been more of that supporting character. So maybe they're getting back to it. The problem maybe. is, I think once you cross a line of when I just hate your character, it's hard for me to like your character again. Go back to, um, you watched Buffy, right? Yeah. Season one of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Charisma Carpenter. Every episode, I kept complaining. Why the heck is she getting opening credits? She's a lousy character. Nobody cares. There's so many other characters that are better on the show. Write her off this show. 
they turned her from a character that I hated every time I saw her on screen into one of the best characters on that show. I liked her all the way through. And see, I, I, I didn't. But but to me, that's one well, that and season one, they you, changed you're it. supposed to hate her. You're supposed to hate her. But even so, it's I, thought I, I couldn't she, stand her coming on screen. There's a difference between being a Frank Burns from MASH, who's the antagonist, versus not enjoying seeing them on the screen. I did not enjoy seeing her on the screen. So, with but, Felicity, I just gave up. I, I just, I can't. I, when she's in front of a computer cracking jokes, she was great. But now we talk about her romance issues. Now she's another boyfriend and all this stuff happens. I'm like, I'm just so sick of her. Yeah. Go all the way to Andrew. Andrew for Walking Dead almost killed that show for me. Luckily, they killed Andrew off and I started enjoying Walking Dead more. Back to the same point where it is right now. And like back to, uh, and whatever. Yeah. But Andrew needed to go. Felicity, I'm sorry, man. I think she needs to go. They killed Laurel off. Laurel was decent. I was okay with her. Well, I thought Sarah was better. Let's but, see. Let's see what happens with Laurel. Well, okay, I'm behind. But again, kept on the show from day one. They yeah. killed the wrong character off last season. They should have killed Felicity and left Felicity stay dead because they they really, especially last season where I started not to like her at all. She's my favorite character, a character I don't really care for that much. If they killed her off when she gets shot, I would have been okay. Although they almost created Oracle right there, that was that was the moment they could have done it. Maybe they should have. Maybe but, they should have. Um, so looking at our time, we're starting to run out of time. We've got a few more minutes. Anything else from 2016 we want to look at? Um, well, favorite show you already said. My favorite show has been other than Daredevil. I like Flash a lot still. Yeah. Oh, well, I will say before this season, of Legends, Supergirl was my favorite last. So for the first half of the year, Supergirl. Second half of the year, Legends, with Supergirl coming in a very, very, very close second. Supergirl to me still has not been great to me. Yeah. I, I decently enjoy it, but again, I haven't been blown away by anything yeah. of it yet. It's just very decent. Flash, I think, is the best one of all of them. And there's other shows that we don't talk about as often that just continue out there doing their job and being a lot of fun, like Elementary. I still love Elementary. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Lee Miller is, to me, the best Sherlock Holmes on television. Sorry, anybody who happens to like the BBC version. Nothing wrong with him, but eh. Um, and Lucy Liu. I mean, you know. I mean, Walking Dead this season has gone downhill for me, but Game of Thrones is still great. And Game of Thrones now is coming close to the end. The Battle of the Bastards last season was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? You saw that, right? Yeah. That was one of the best Game of Thrones episodes ever. That show has been great, and it's getting better. Cause now it's getting closer to a big war now. Oh, can't forget other other ones we have to mention. Ash versus Evil Dead. I know you haven't seen it yet, but right. Ash versus Evil Dead was great this past year. Con Man was released. Con Man season two, episode one was released. That was released. Um, there have been so many good ones. It, it is hard to pick like the best. I will say that. No matter what, it's hard to pick the best. Um, all right. So for our last few minutes, do you have a question for us for next time? Well, question is easy. What TV show or movie? Are you looking forward to the most of 2017? I bet you I'll surprise you next time by combining it into one. I'm sure you will. A TV and a movie? <laughs> TV I'll show? find some way to do it. If you can do that, I will give you credit. Go ahead. By all means, give it a try. All right. Well, for John Paul. The one and only B-Man. This is the Old Titans signing off. Mm-hmm.